It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We welcome you to another episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm Chris Russell as we hit midweek. And it's already been a very, 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 very long and tumultuous week for the Washington football team. There's a big game ahead that nobody is focusing on. With that being said, we are brought to you by our friends at Pepsi. That's right. You know the deal. This football season, very, very different. Pepsi's here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you watch this season, there's all sorts of bowl games going on right now. There'll be a Thursday night game. There'll be Saturday games. Oh, so many good things to watch. Uh, And Pepsi is how you should fuel yourself, right? Just like I do. Diet Pepsi at FedEx Field. I'll be doing that this Sunday for the Carolina Panthers in town. Now at 4.05, Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day. Become a member of the League of Football Watchers because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from our friends at Pepsi. All right, so away we go. I mentioned in the open there, 4.05. That is now the new kickoff time for the Carolina Panthers and the Washington football team on Sunday. The NFL flexing that. I believe the game will be on CBS. Um, And because there's uh, the Cowboys and the Eagles are on Fox in the big 425 window, uh, they want, you know, as many big games as they can with as much on the line as they possibly can. And because Washington could clinch a division. Now, the interesting thing about this is they were set to be scheduled concurrently with the Baltimore Ravens and the New York Giants about 20 miles apart. M&T Stadium in Baltimore and FedEx Field Landover, Maryland. But now that game, the Giants and Baltimore game will start at one o'clock as scheduled. So at 4.05, the Carolina Panthers and the Washington football team will meet at FedEx Field. At about 4.05-4.10, the Washington football team should have a real good idea, one way or the other, whether they can win the division or not. Now, Ron Rivera said on Monday that he was not going to discuss playoff scenarios and all that stuff with his team. I mean, listen, his team's not dumb. They can look it up. I mean, it's pretty easy to figure out. They'll be asked about it. But I wonder if he's going to prevent them from knowing what's going on with that Giants-Ravens game. I wonder. I mean, I would think, right? Because he doesn't want his team to kind of relax or, or, or know or think about other things. So I would assume inside the stadium... They may not show that game as part of pregame warmups or on the big screen for players to watch it. Uh, They may not post the score at 4 o'clock-ish, 4.05. I don't know how they're exactly going to do this. Uh, We'll try and dig down a little bit deeper on this, but Ron Rivera did talk about uh, that issue. He He wants his team to focus on themselves. And the problem is you can't focus on yourselves when... 
your quarterback makes a terrible, terrible, terrible decision. And that's where we'll really get kind of going here. We have a really, really bad, sordid story from Dan Snyder as well. Um, we have a couple of roster moves that we haven't been able to get to. Uh, so we will button all that up here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. So let's start with Dwayne Haskins. Uh, by now, you probably know that Dwayne Haskins was seen in a uh, strip club, in a restaurant in D.C. Sunday night after the game with several women uh, partying, uh, not wearing a mask, not socially distant. And he then apologized to... I guess the world on his Twitter account on Tuesday, but then took down his Twitter account and then put it back and was fiddling around with it in terms of uh, blocking people, in terms of making it public and all that stuff. So here's what he said. Uh, And again, for those of you that don't know the story, there were like pictures and video of like seven different women, maybe it was six, all wearing Haskins jerseys, all drinking, all partying Sunday. They started coming around on Monday on social media. Uh, things took off. Team issued me a statement uh, and others uh, saying that they were aware of the situation and that they were handling it internally and that the NFL was involved. And immediately when when they said that right at 10 30 on Monday, on Tuesday morning to me, I mean, you knew Dwayne Haskins was done. (laughs) You knew Dwayne Haskins was done. But here's what he said in terms of an apology. I want to publicly apologize for my actions this past Sunday. I spoke with Coach Rivera yesterday and took full accountability for putting the team at risk. It was irresponsible and immature of me, and I accept responsibility for my action. I also want to apologize for creating a distraction for my team during our playoff push. I will learn and grow from this and do what's best for the team moving forward. Okay, so here's the deal. That's That's a nice apology. Um... Very much doubt he would have apologized if he wasn't forced to, but that being said, the team is handling this internally. Now, the team has a couple of different options, uh, and here's what I understand via the reporting of Tom Pelissero of NFL Network. He said that while Washington has no plans to release Haskins, if you factor in the fact that he was already fined for a previous COVID-19 protocol violation back in the hotel, New Jersey, family friend, remember that? When he was insignificant because he wasn't even playing and he wasn't even in uniform, but still, it happened. Going to a nightclub, according to the NFL, without the kinetics device, which is called PPE, or shortened for PPE, That is considered a quote-unquote high-risk COVID-19 conduct by the National Football League. So if you don't wear the device so that they can track you and track where you've been and who you've been exposed to, that is considered a high-risk COVID-19 conduct. It is punishable by a maximum fine of one week's salary or up to a four-game suspension. Now listen, I don't think Washington is going to suspend Dwayne Haskins for four games, two games, three games. I mean, I'd be very surprised. I definitely think they fine him the maximum amount, which appears to be, again, one week salary. But here's what I've been saying all day. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you feel differently. There's no chance Dwayne Haskins is playing for me again, certainly this year. Sorry. 
I mean, I don't care what he apologizes for. I don't care what he says, how remorseful he is. He put the entire organization, the entire team in peril. Even though they're not allowed in the building on Monday and Tuesday, and he has to test in order to get in the building on Wednesday and Thursday, we all know by now COVID does not automatically show up right away, right? And just because you test negative does not mean you're carrying symptoms or carrying the virus or, 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 and it hasn't manifested itself in a positive test. He would not be in my building, regardless of testing. He would not be in my building. He would not be in meetings. He would not be at practice. He would not play in the game on Sunday. And you call that a suspension. Yeah, I call that a suspension, but I don't have to publicly label it as a suspension, right? I just say, we're handling this internally. We're fining you the maximum amount and you're not allowed, you haven't earned the right to play. Now, I'm sure the NFLPA would probably get involved here in, an, in terms of a grievance once that came out. So I'm guessing the Washington football team won't do this. And by the time you listen to this on Wednesday afternoon, we might have more answers. But the bottom line is, if you're asking Chris Russell, the host of this podcast, what he would do if I was Ron Rivera, if I was the Washington football team, if I was Jason Wright, if I was the people in charge, Dwayne Haskins would not play. Now, if you say you have to let him in the building, if you say you have to let him participate in practice, oh, okay, I don't have to give him starters reps. I don't have to make him the starter. I don't have to play him on Sunday if I choose not to. I don't have to call it a suspension, but I don't have to do any of that stuff. That is a coach's decision. He's already admitted that he screwed up. It's not like he's denying it. It's not like he's trying to hide from it. The team knows. The NFL knows. He violated COVID-19 protocols. This is an organization that, from what I've been told, if you're in the building regardless of who you are, employee, player, coach, whatever, and you're caught without a mask, $14,000 fine. Like, here's the deal. Maybe a one-game fine for Dwayne Haskins probably doesn't mean a whole lot. I mean, it does, but it doesn't because he makes plenty of money. But that'll get his attention. But the way you get his attention more is, son, you don't deserve to have our season go down in flames on your right arm. You didn't earn it. You weren't mature enough to handle any level of success. You weren't mature enough to handle any level of responsibility. You don't deserve to ruin the playoffs, potentially, for 52 other guys. So that's kind of how I see that. He would not play for me, period. I'm sorry if that's rough, if that's mean, Whatever I've got to do to be in compliance with the NFL and the NFL's PA, fine. He would not play for me, period. He would not play for me at least for this Sunday. Maybe, maybe we could talk about next Sunday in Philadelphia, depending on if that game means something. And maybe that's rough. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, all right. So when we return right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast, should they strip the captaincy? from Dwayne Haskins and Dan Snyder in hot water again, even though something happened in 2009 that we just found out about in 2020. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. And 
We are here for Built Bar. That's right, Built Bar, guys. 18 total flavors, six new flavors. As you know, we've been telling you about them for months and months and months and months. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Those are the six new flavors. Again, nut nut flavors, non-nut flavors, I should say. Peanut butter, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, peanut butter brownie. Those are just some of the original flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. And here's the best news, guys. They're great for you. They're low in calories, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. I don't know how they do it, but it's great for any diet, keto, uh, whatever diet you're on. A Built Bar is where you want to go for a meal replacement or dessert or an in-between snack. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. All right, and if you want in on the action, there's plenty of bowl games, right? We saw the BYU quarterback, Zach Wilson, uh, tear it up on Tuesday night. Certainly working his way up the draft board, no doubt about it. There's more bowl games to come, and there's NFL games all over the place. There's a triple header, a triple header this Saturday. Woof, man. All right, let's get it going, guys. BetOnline.ag. I put in my deposit on Tuesday, so I'm ready to play. I'm going to figure out what I want to do this Saturday uh, and eight, actually, there's this Friday, Minnesota and Kirk Cousins against the New Orleans Saints on Christmas Day. So you should do the same. Go to betonline.ag, sign up today, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code Locked On. NFL Games of the Week, college football, current headlines and sports, they've got it all for you uh, at betonline.ag. And don't sit on the sidelines anymore, guys. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, we welcome you back right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I am your host, Chris Russell. Uh, and uh, we left you off discussing the whole Dwayne Haskins situation. And here's the bottom line, guys. Dwayne Haskins... Is still a captain of this team. He was voted a captain or selected a captain in early September. And, you know, I said back then that, you know, I, I wasn't sure whether Dwayne Haskins was the best choice or not, but I understood it because he's the quarterback and because he worked hard over the offseason and all that stuff, and they're trying to show leadership, and it seemed like it was a different Dwayne. But as we know, Dwayne is very, 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 very extremely immature. So the bottom line is this. Dwayne Haskins is not going to have the C, I don't think, take it off, but he should. He should give it up, quite honestly. Like, if I was Dwayne Haskins, I would say, you know what? I haven't earned this. I'm going to be accountable. I'm going to be a man of my words. I'm humbled. I'm trying to change. I'm showing you that I don't expect things to be handed to me. I have to earn them. Boom. That's what I would do. Is he going to do it? Probably not. You have that situation. You have... The situation of Dan Snyder. Yay, Dan Snyder. On the same day, the quarterback that he drafted, it became known that he violated COVID-19 protocols and everything we just discussed. Dan Snyder in the Washington Post, it was revealed just before 9 o'clock Eastern time 
that Snyder paid a former female employee $1.6 million as part of a confidential settlement back in 2009. According to a copy of the agreement, which was obtained by the Post and reviewed by the Post, the settlement was struck because the woman accused Dan Snyder of sexual misconduct. Apparently, it happened on his private plane, uh, on a flight returning back home from the Academy of Country Music Awards in Vegas. It is part of the ongoing litigation between the team's co-owners, Dwight Shore, Bob Rothman, Fred Smith. They obviously knew about this. They brought it up. Uh, It was part of the legal paperwork. They tried Dave Donovan, a former lead uh, lead counsel and still involved in this somehow for Dan Snyder, tried to cover it up, tried to uh, prevent Beth Wilkinson from getting to this. And ultimately, court filings led to the Post being able to get their hands on this. And basically, the woman's allegation was referred to as a quote-unquote serious accusation of sexual misconduct. I mean, that doesn't seem like sexual harassment. That seems like something physical, if we're being honest. And a $1.6 million settlement without even having to plead guilty, without even having to admit anything, you don't pay $1.6 million to anybody if you've done nothing wrong. The NFL denied a request by the Post to see whether or not they were aware of the settlement or any related allegations. But if they were aware of it, that is a bad look for the NFL. And if they were aware of it, then they have to do something even more about it. And now, and if they're not aware of it, and if they just found out about it, which is hard to believe, they have to factor this in as a big, big part of their investigation with Beth Wilkinson. Dan Snyder is in big-time hot water. Dan Snyder is either going to lose this team in the litigation between the co-owners and what the NFL decides to do, or he's going to be suspended for, I believe, for a long time. And he should be, quite honestly. Remember, Major League Baseball once suspended George Steinbrenner, the late owner of the New York Yankees. That was for two years when it had to do with like Howie Spira and Dave Winfield. I don't remember all the details, but George Steinbrenner was out of baseball for a couple of years. He came back, but the Yankees were actually allowed to build their system and build their organization. And that's what led to all those world championships. And George was better. So that's one way or that the NFL could sanction the Washington football team without violating like draft picks or whatever, suspend Dan Snyder for a year. Suspend him for two years for all I care about. I don't care. What do they need him for? I mean, honestly, somebody might get mad at me for saying this. Literally, Dan Snyder serves no purpose. You appoint Jason Wright in charge of the organization and you let him make the decisions in consultation with the NFL and away you go. That's it. It's very simple to me. The female employee involved in this made what is titled certain allegations, quote unquote, in April 2009 in the agreement. She was later fired. The agreement was then signed on July 22nd of that year, right before training camp, right before I got on the beat, by an attorney on behalf of Snyder and two other team executives. But it did not describe the nature of the allegations. Now, we don't know who the other two executives are. Don't know. 
Now, apparently in the agreement, Snyder nor the team acknowledged any wrongdoing, but they paid $1.6 million. The woman involved in this had been terminated for cause, but she and the team agreed that her personnel file would be changed to show that she voluntarily resigned. So obviously they're in cahoots here. Settlement changed from fired, terminated, to voluntarily resigned. She was also provided a letter of recommendation by one of the top snake oil salesmen, uh, people that I've ever been associated with or known uh, and had on the unfortunate pleasure of working with, Mitch Gershman, who was the team, team's chief operating officer. Not a good person. And the woman was described as well-respected by her colleagues at the Washington Redskins and around the NFL, and that she would be an asset to another organization. Of course, her attorney involved in this, the employee who is, or the former employee who's not being named, she did not request uh, re return request for comment. Her husband declined to comment this past summer. Her attorney declined to comment on Sunday to the Post. Uh, the Post is not identifying her because she is an alleged victim of sexual misconduct. Gershman did not respond. Of course, Snyder and the team is not going to say anything. And you have basically all of this stuff going on and just the continuation of nonsense on top of nonsense on top of nonsense. When we come back, we will ask the question that you, again, have to ask about the NFL and Dan Snyder. And also, we'll put the finishing touches on this episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. I'm Chris Russell. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, guys, coming up, crossover Thursday, we will uh, find a way to catch up with Bill Rossetti of Locked On Panthers, give you a full breakdown of the Panthers who fired Marty Herney, get some thoughts on that. Uh, earlier this week, we will have all that for you to come, but now we wrap up the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Again, just pointing out the Dwayne Haskins trouble and what Dan Snyder is now dealing with, and again, now that this is all public, Yes, it was in 2009. It doesn't matter. 2020 is here. We're finding out about it now. It's a really bad look. It's a really bad look that they hushed-hushed, covered it up, that more dysfunction and more problems happened well after that. Dan denied all accountability, wrongdoing. It's also wrong if the NFL knew about this. And how I don't know how they couldn't have, right? I mean, they've certainly known about it for the last couple of months because the co-owners who were involved in this legal battle, knew about it. And if the NFL did know about it, that's really bad. That's a bad look for the NFL. And if they didn't, it just, again, reinforces the notion that Beth Wilkinson, whatever she found out in addition to this and this, you've got to drop the hammer if you're the NFL. You have to, regardless of what it might open up in terms of Pandora's box. It all has to come out clean. But specifically here, it has to. And Dan Snyder hasn't earned the right to own this team anymore. Whether you can take the team away from him, I don't know. So I would suspend him because I don't think you can take away the team. I don't think. I don't know that for sure, but I don't think. 
But I would suspend him for a long time and fine the maximum amount, 5 million, 10 million, whatever million it's got to be. Fine, but more importantly, the suspension. That's what it has to be. All right, so before we say goodbye, I would just say this. Dan Snyder drafted Dwayne Haskins in the 2019 draft. Nobody else wanted Dwayne Haskins apparently in the building. Now they're stuck with him. The coaching staff here doesn't want him, no matter what they're going to say. And his results are obviously a very, very, very mixed bag with more disappointment and frustration than anything. It's so ironic on the same day that we find out about Dan Snyder's $1.6 million payout and hush money for a severe sexual misconduct case that Dwayne Haskins gets revealed once again, kind of a problem child. And that's just what he is. He's a child. He's not mature at all. He's not a man. He's got to learn. And this is so many screw-ups now that you, you have to wonder whether he's ever going to learn. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. Thanks to our sponsors, Pepsi, uh, and as well, uh, Built Bar and BetOnline.ag. Yes, indeed. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us. Thanks for listening, and Merry Christmas. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.